Episode 2. Happy wife or get to scratch? Rusty and I take a new Twitter poll. We buy a new NFT. We have a couple new segments. What's in your wallet? Handicap updates, golf lessons, and more. Here we go. Welcome to Web3 Putts. I am your host, Cole, and I've got my co-host with me as always, Rusty. We are going to talk about golf, NFTs, and the convergence of the two. Um, Rusty, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a good week. Had a nice little weekend at the beach. Got getting away from everything, so uh, I'm I'm ready to roll. Very nice. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this all week. You know, we're halfway through the week. It's Wednesday, so no complaints here, but um, glad to hear you. Y'all have a good trip at the beach. Where'd y'all go? Uh, typical spot we go to every time. Okay. So uh, the coast of South Carolina, uh, nice. nice little getaway with friends and their family. So uh, let the kids play and run around in the ocean, get tired, fall asleep early. It was a uh, it was a good good time, but uh, no golf yeah. this time. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but I, I posted the the thing on on Instagram. Uh, that was the, that was a deal between my wife and uh, my buddy's wife that was there. That we were not allowed to play golf because we just went on a golf trip together uh, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but I didn't realize that when the ladies were uh, picking out a spot to to stay on. Airbnb or VRBO or whatever, Verbo, uh, that they were going to book it right on a golf hole. Literally <laughs> walk out the back door uh, and there's, you know, I, I could have taken just a wedge and a putter and some balls and I could have just practiced 40, 50 yard pitch shots, putts in the evening. Perfect um, it would have been perfect. We could have just went out there with a bunch of beer, let the kids go hit balls, uh, but we were told no clubs. And, um, uh. I think it was kind of punishment for going on the golf trip a few weeks ago. So, uh, but it was a good trip, and, and and I'm ready to to get this week going. Cool, man. Glad to hear it. Well, I figure we start off this week uh, talking a little bit about NFTs, and I don't know if you saw, but I I put out another Twitter poll, hoping to get more than four responses, and I doubled it this time. So we've got nine, all of all of nine. Um, so I'm gonna go over the the reviews here. The responses that we got and I did the same kind of thing, you know, under one ETH to spend, what would you buy this week? And the choices I put on there were dead fellows, moonbird oddities, Accutars, and then other. And then I parentheses put specify. Yep. We had a 22% vote for dead fellows and 11% vote for moonbird oddities, zero for Accutars. And then 67, the big winner for other. And we got a lot of replies. Basically going through the replies, it looks like Birdie Wallet and the Crypto Country Club are the two, uh, I guess, highest responses. Yeah, I see that. Yep, Crypto Country Club, I think, takes the cake. So I don't know. I didn't really commit to anything, but I feel like I might have to buy one. Just, yeah, I I can't be a liar on air. So, well, you know, I, Joel Damon, 
the PGA Tour player, famous mm-hmm. for his uh, taking his shirt off on the 16th at um, at Scottsdale this year with with Harry Higgs, actually yeah. has the Crypto Country Club logo on his golf bag. Uh, okay. and, and for me, that would be one that I – one guest I, I wish we could get on as we get a little bit, a little bigger in this space, but um, he's big into it, and Crypto Country Club is is replying to, to what we have to do. So uh, I think we got our way our, our end there. So as long as I don't mess up and or we don't mess up and tweet something at Joel Damon that that can piss him off, uh, you know, little maybe down the line. We can get him on here and discuss his his journey through golf and through the crypto web three space. Yeah, I saw that he was a ambassador for Crypto Country Club. I did not know that he had the logo on his bag. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I guess I gotta buy one of those. Yeah, I don't know anything about Crypto Country Club. I've I've come across it. I was following them on Twitter before that, but um, I guess I'm gonna look into it. I saw the floor price was just like right under point oh three, so. 50, 50 US dollars, uh, which is not a, a big expense. So um, maybe I'll do that after the show's over tonight. I'll tweet it out. Y'all can see my new Crypto Country Club NFT. I love it. Let's do it. So, uh, thanks for all the responses there, uh, Crypto Country Club. Uh, we look forward to a big welcome. Uh, maybe we can get those guys on here at some point too with Joel Damon. Absolutely. Sweet. So let's get into uh, one of the bigger news of the last couple, 24, 48 hours. Um, I don't have any Solana, thankfully, because uh, guarantee you if I did, I would have been part of this uh, with my track record. Uh, but I don't know if you saw, but there was a hack with Solana and uh, 8,000 wallets compromised over $50 million, or I'm sorry, $5 million. Um, they put out a tweet today, Solana did, and, you know, Solana's starting to get into the NFT game. They have OK Bears. They have a few other projects out there uh, that are really cool, right. that, that look cool. I don't, again, don't have any Solana. Do you? Do you have any? I don't. No? I don't. So, um, you know, they're, and I know a lot of people talk about Solana maybe being, potentially being the, the, next, uh, the next crypto to get into the NFT big time, kind of like ETH. Uh, But they put out a tweet tonight, this afternoon, that said, after investigation by developers, ecosystem teams, and security auditors, it appears affected addresses were at one point created, imported, or used in Slope mobile wallet applications. This exploit was isolated to one wallet on Solana, and hardware wallets used by Slope remain secure. While the details of exactly how this occurred are still under investigation, Private key information was inadvertently transmitted to an application monitoring service. There is no evidence the Solana protocol or its cryptography was compromised. Mm. Yeah, I think you know this is a big deal in the crypto NFT space, right? There's a lot of hacking that goes on. Uh, I think we hear about it a lot. I mean, it's not you know, people complain about money money laundering and different things of that nature, but it is a big deal when it comes to keeping your stuff safe. You know, you can easily click the wrong link, get hacked. Uh, we kind of talked about that last time, but 
I did see where uh, the founder of Solana was telling everybody that's holding Solana to get their crypto out of mobile platforms. Um, you know, a big saying that everybody says, not your keys, not your coins. So if you don't have those keys on your own hardware wallet, you technically don't, you're not in possession of the coins, right? It's kind of like if you buy silver on the internet, you don't have the silver in your possession. You own it, you know, you're on a piece of paper, but it's not in your possession. If something happens, you don't physically own the silver. Right. Same thing here, which is where, you know, those hardware wallets. So uh, folks that may not know, there's what's called a, a hot wallet and a cold wallet. A hot wallet's going to be like a, a wallet on your phone, on your apps, uh, on your computer, where it can be connected to the internet. A hard wallet uh, or a cold storage wallet is where you can actually take those keys off of everything and it's privately secured offline. Um, much less harder to hack. Yeah, that's something that I need to invest in uh, as as we move forward with this because everybody's just too vulnerable at this time, um, especially with Discord, which I don't use uh, <laughs> at all. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, Discord, you know, Twitter handles getting hacked. Uh, DMs from Instagram. I mean, these free mints that are happening. You don't know what you're getting into. That uh, it's definitely the the way to go uh, if you're if you're going to be successful in this, and and not so much from a financial standpoint, but just from a security standpoint. Yeah, I've got one, and I've had it for probably about a year. Uh, I, I bought it for crypto because I was buying a lot of uh, XRP and stuff, and you know. If, if that stuff shoots up, you, you could be sitting on a, a whole lot of money that's just out there that could be taken, right? On these exchanges that you don't own the keys. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I actually have some out there I need to transfer here soon. I've been lazy, but I do have all of my NFTs off. They're all on my all on my ledger. Um, you know, it's worth $150. Get you one. Send all your stuff to it. That way you don't really have to worry. The, the big thing about them is that uh, ledger you actually have to sign the transaction for it to go through so you have to have that ledger in your possession and put in your password and key the thing physically to actually let a transaction happen on or off of it okay whereas you know your your hot wallet can just be jacked and you would never know it you don't have to sign anything you know someone can like you said you click the wrong link someone's in your wallet and then before you know it it's gone so there's some extra steps that Ledger has taken. I think they're kind of the leader in that. But there's a couple others. I think the one's called Descent, D-C-E-N-T. And that one, it's actually like, um, oh, I forgot the word for it, but you, you put your thumbprint on it to activate it. And you have to have that print to actually make transactions on that one too. So definitely something to look into if, if you're thinking about getting into NFTs or crypto in general. Because, uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to get hacked. No, and at the very least, you know, like you mentioned, the hot wallet. Um, definitely recommend having a burner wallet, maybe one that mm -hmm. has your least valuable NFTs or crypto in it. That yep. that's more your browsing wallet in case uh, in case something does happen. At least at that point, if somebody were to break into that one, you would. Uh, very quickly, you may lose stuff, but it's not going to be your valuable 
you're valuable. So security, yeah, security, security. That's something that we'll probably say something about on a daily basis or a weekly basis when we're here. Um, we're not giving financial advice. We're giving more security advice from from experience and from what we've seen in, in, in our time in this space. So uh, just protect all your assets, whether it's your crypto, whether it's your NFTs, uh, because they will be stolen. There's a lot of, a lot of people out there that are not in this for the right reason. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether it's domestic or internationally, it's there's people out there looking to steal your stuff. And if they can get rich quick, they're going to do it. It's all, it's also new too. you know, you don't, a lot of people don't know what they're doing and they see a shiny object want to grab it or click on it and boom, it's gone. So you just gotta be careful. You know, you really be careful. Like you said, get you a, a burner wallet, you know, never connect your main wallet to anything. I always have a burner that has nothing in it and I'll use that to mint NFTs or to, even if I'm going to buy something on OpenSea, I'll use that burner and transfer it out. So just, just gotta be careful. Another one is Yubico. I heard about this on a podcast. Uh, don't know a ton about it, but it's one of these, uh, s- similar to ledger that seems to have a lot of good feedback. So, uh, do some research on it if you, if you're interested in it, but, uh, I heard about it on a podcast. It comes highly recommended. Yubico. Cool. Very cool. Uh, next, I don't know if you saw saw this or not, but uh, do you see where Tiffany and Co. was was going to be making pennants for the CryptoPunk holders? I did. I saw Farouk, uh, one of the bigger names in the NFT space, uh, tweeted out his, his NFT... NF TIFF is, I guess, what they're calling it. Okay. Pass. Um, yeah. Looks pretty cool. Don't know. You know, I'm not, I don't have a punk, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't really affect me very much. Uh, but it seems like there's a, there's some, there's some scuttlebutt out there about this becoming something pretty big with a lot of utility. Uh, you know, again, I don't know a ton about it. You, you you're going to know more than I do, but I just saw, some people tweeting it out and looks really cool. Yeah, so you know, CryptoPunk is kind of one of the OGs in the game. If you have one of those, you've you've done really well, or, or you timed the market right. But um, like I said, it's called NF TIFF, and it's exclusively to CryptoPunk holders. And it's going to be a collection. I, I believe it's two hundred and fifty of those digital um, assets, and it's a one hundred and one nft of their punk in the in the form of a pennant um tiffany you know kind of what they do but it's a pennant for them i think they're launching i believe august 5th and each pennant is priced at 30 eth which is roughly about fifty one thousand dollars and is it an airdrop to the punk holders i don't think it's an airdrop i think uh, there's only 250 of them and there's way more punks than that. So of course. I'm not exactly sure how, how that's going to work, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be some kind of, um, draw or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure man, I don't, I have to look into that more to be interested to know, but, um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Yeah, that looks cool. Anything Tiffany, I remember in high school and and after high school, Tiffany was all the rage. So, and I, I it's still pretty big. I and I don't do the jewelry thing anymore. I'm married, so I don't have to buy any more jewelry. But, um, <laughs> you know, Tiffany's yeah. a very well respected brand. Uh, you know, same with Tag. Tag got into it. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting partnership with with the with the punks, but uh, you don't really expect anything less when it comes to Yuga and 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 the punks and and the board apes, you know, partnering with these large brands out there, you know, being the two you know biggest in the space. So, uh, so be interested. Would, look, what's that? It looks like that's going to be uh, there's fifty reserved on an allow list. So kind of like a white list and then the other 200 are going to be made in, in like a public mint to the punk, punk holder. So I think it's just going to be whoever wants to spend 50,000 on, on one of these, right? One of the, you know, if you're one of the first 200 that want to publicly mint that for 50 grand, then you can, but you know, once they're gone, they're gone. Right. And then of course, in, in typical NFT fashion, uh, these NFT, tiffs drop and now there's derivative po projects already out um I'm sure i saw one called tiff punks and basically it is a if this were me like five weeks ago i would have probably bought one since i <laughs> but I've, I've swore off derivatives so uh yeah. basically what it is is it's a tiffany blue background uh a picture of all the different types of punks out there mm -hmm. and a chain that looks like it's a pendant on a chain. And that's what it is. And uh, the current floor is 0 0.0039. They've done 40 ETH in volume since this launched. And I believe there was another one that came out uh, I have to find it, but there was another derivative of it already. So, you know, anything, anything you see out there that that's hot. I mean, it's amazing how yeah. quick these artists and these people can come up with a derivative off of that. I mean, when Moonbirds <laughs> or not Moon, well, Moonbirds had a ton. Um, yeah. And the other one with the, the goblins, I mean, everything was a goblin, goblin dogs, yeah. goblin burgers, goblin. Uh, I mean, it, it just, Continued and continued. Moon goblins, got moon bird goblins. I mean, it just. Well, there's like 50,000 apes out there, too, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's. I don't. Yeah. Maybe one or two of those derivatives actually worked, but I don't know of many that ever were worth buying. You know, I think there were some of the uh, MFers derivatives that ended up doing okay. Yep. But I can't think of any off the top of my head other than that that actually panned out. No, they're few and far between, and it, yeah. it really all depends on what kind of backing they get from from the NFT community. Uh, you know, I, I have one called a Young Ape Squad. Uh, that was <laughs> the second NFT that I bought, I believe. Um, and I that was you know I didn't even know what a derivative was at that time, but they look cool. Somebody that I follow on Twitter. Uh, you know, for more for like the DFS daily fantasy sports stuff, 
but yeah. he he's big in it. Uh, he wasn't so much pumping it, but just making awareness to it. And um, it was cheap. I mean, it was like at the time. Well, ETH. This was when ETH was pretty high, but uh, you know, it wasn't much. It's a pretty cool ape. You know, little little baby ape that I have. Um, the floor is down it's to like point point oh four, I believe. Uh, but it's one of those projects that even though it is a derivative, they're still doing stuff. Um, there's a lot of, not so much utility coming out, but there's some airdrops happening. So they're really trying to pump it and, uh, they're not quitting on the project like a lot of these other derivatives. So again, I I don't expect it to be like one that I make a ton of money on. Um, like I did when I, (laughs) when I bought it. Uh, but it's cool. It's cute. I bought it for my, for one of my sons, and um, I've actually held on to it, which is pretty rare. Yeah, but they have cool ones. They've got like little Kobe Bryant jersey wearing ones, Jordan, Iverson, um, some apes. Some of these they're called yapes, y a p e s. Young apes. Okay. You know, a lot of board ape holders have them. Uh, that will match their board ape. And, yeah. you know, again, it's not something no one's getting rich off of it, but it's a, it was a cool little project and they're still doing it. So I. Uh, quick, quick sidebar kind of, of what you're saying there. I was listening to a pod today about the state of NFTs. Uh, this was an NFT now podcast and they had a panel that they were talking to, but um, and I forget who was talking about this, but they were saying, that the majority of people in NFTs, I think it was like 90 something percent are in it to make money. And like 60% of that are actually in it because they like the art. And if they made money, that'd be cool too. Whereas if you look at the physical art world, it's way less than that. People actually expect them to make money. They're in it because they like art. Um, so it's an interesting time that we're into with NFTs. So where do you stand on that? Uh, I, I'm more on the money side, but the ones that I've bought, I, I'm not buying something if I don't like the way it looks. Yep, I agree. You know, like I have to actually enjoy the art. I want to make money more so than than collect art, but um, I'm not going to buy something if I don't like the the artist or the art. That's being put out there. You know, I'm probably a, a 60, 40, something like that split. Yeah. I would say I'm more maybe in that same boat uh, for the same reasons you just mentioned. Like I'm not going to buy something that just cause it's pumping. I'm not going to buy it. Cause I think it can go up, you know, to an ETH when I buy it at point of two or, you know what I mean? It, that's yeah. uh, it's got to kind of speak to me in a, from a physical or digital standpoint. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's what drew me when you showed me the, the Adam bomb squad for the first time, it was like, this is just a cool little thing. And, you know, with the utility, the hundreds gave you, uh, or have given you, you know, the physical wearables, uh, you're wearing the shirt right now. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it just did it. It's still to this day, Adam bomb squad is one of my, like, I look at it, the, the, Open sea every single day just to see what what bombs are out there for sale and uh, yeah and that's continued you know with with all the projects that I've gotten into um, 
from from a wallet standpoint, though, Cole, what, what are you, what's in your wallet right now? What's one that you're you're holding on to that you're you're really excited about going forward? Okay. Yeah, so it's a new segment. We came up with this idea. Uh, Capital One, if you want to sponsor us, we're going to call this What's in Your Wallet. And uh, I figure we both share a little bit, but uh, you kind of stole stole the thunder right out from under me. I actually was going to talk about Adam Bomb Squad. Well, you have to. That was your first. Uh, it was. It you was. have a Christmas ornament, so I would expect I not, nothing less. Yeah, so I, I kind of went all in on the Bomb Squad. I bought a Christmas ornament. That was one of the utilities if you... Uh, we're a, we're a bomb bomb holder. You could purchase a, one of the bomb ornaments. I've got a skate deck over here somewhere. That's Adam Bomb Squad. Uh, eventually, it'll be hung up in here. Um, but yes, yeah, so I bought that was my first NFT, and I was trying to recall earlier today how I even came across Adam Bomb Squad because um, if if anyone's familiar, Adam Bomb Squad is from the Hundreds, which is a streetwear brand. And I'm not necessarily a big uh, sneakerhead or streetwear guy, or at least I wasn't before this. I kind of have have dove in a little bit more being a, a bomb squad holder, but I, I think I saw it on Twitter or maybe heard Gary V or somebody talking about it on a pod and um, just decided to look into it. And like you said, the art just kind of popped out to me and um, I ended up with this. Well, you can't really see it from here, but I have a green bomb with a purple, uh, kind of like explosion behind it. And I've named him Donatello because he's kind of like a, a little Ninja Turtle guy mm -hmm. uh, with, the, with the purple headband. So uh, Donatello has been in my wallet for almost a year. I bought him, I believe, for like 0.27 at the time. It was like $700, somewhere around there. And I've held it ever since. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I actually have one that's pretty rare. I think I'm in the, like, I think it's around rank 1,200 out of out of 25,000 of them. So I've actually never listed it for sale, but if I were to, I think I might could actually make a decent gain there. Well, you got a good yeah. offer, right, back in the winter? Yes. Yeah, so when, when the bombs got up to off. one ETH, I think. Yeah, I had a one ETH offer, which at the time was like $3,500. <laughs> I might should have taken that, but I definitely it's should've. one of those things that I, I just enjoy being part of that community. Uh, like you were mentioning, some of the utility is that you have access to early to all their drops. Uh, so any clothing drops they do, um, sneakers, events, you can get in. They also are doing... Um, Royalties, yeah, which is pretty pretty innovative in, in the NFT world. But um, if you have certain bombs that they end up putting on a shirt, and those shirts sell, you actually get a percent of those sales uh, to be used in their store. Yep, as a uh, yeah, as like a store credit. Store credit, right? Yep. Yep. So it's uh, they're doing a lot of cool stuff, man. You know, they've been, I think, been around for about twenty years as as far as the hunters as a company. And Adam Baum was one of their characters that they used uh, as kind of as a logo. So they went into the NFT game with that. Uh, Bobby and Ben Hundreds, uh, check those guys out on Twitter. But um, really smart guys. I'm a big believer in the project. Yeah, and for them and having 25,000, right, is the number? Yeah. Items? Yep. For them in this market, I know a couple of weeks ago their floor was around 043 
Um, currently, they're at 0.29, so it's dropped a little bit. But you know, for twenty five thousand bombs out there, that's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. That's the a- average project is a ten thousand for those that don't really follow. Uh, it's about ten thousand unique NFTs. Adam Bomb Squad is twenty five thousand, which makes it obviously a lot harder to one sell them all, and two keep that price up as people try to flip them and trade them. That's right. And they got up. The highest they got up to was one ETH so far. Um, but this is, you know, I think it's a project that you hold for a while. Now, obviously, you can flip it. Um, right now, it would probably not be the ideal time. But um, it's a project that's going to last for a long time. There will be tons of utility with it. Uh, Bobby and Ben do a hell of a job uh, promoting it. Uh, mainly Bobby, I, I think. Yeah. But uh, it, the, the project yeah. itself, they have their, their own podcast, Bomb Talk. And and they're killing it. I mean, they're collabor you know, collaborating with other projects. They did with Dead Fellows, they did Board Ape, they did uh Brain Vomit, they did Smilesverse, they did uh I mean I'm sure I'm missing a few other yeah, ones. I mean them being a clothing company, right? It makes it really easy for them to collab and, and do merch with uh with different NFT projects. So they've they've been doing that like you mentioned with with many folks out there. I know uh, his podcast he's had a lot of the nft artists on there as well so if, uh, check that out it's a good listen to for folks for sure so in my in my wallet uh it's gonna be a project that i heard about back in march i believe it was we were probably two weeks out from from mint uh or from from sale public sale and it's a it's a project that just sounded really cool to me it's called i like you you're weird uh it's a project by amber park she's the 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 main artist in it uh out of california and mason rothschild and he is uh, he's been in the news lately for a a project that he did called meta birkins and um Mm. there was some lawsuit that happened that and i think he's going to end up winning Uh, but it's a these are just cool little characters, I guess, if you will. Um, the the art really, you know, this was a project that, you know, I had heard about it. I didn't, you know, it wasn't one that I'd been in the Discord for months leading up to it. I just heard about it, and I started doing the research and started seeing some of the uh, the drops that they were putting out as far as you know the the sneak peeks, and they're just really cool. And uh, I bought. One at point one two, I believe. Um, after Mint, I think Mint was point oh seven. If I'm not, if I don't, I might be right, wrong on that. But I believe it was point oh seven. Um, so I bought one at like point point one two pre reveal, and then I ended up buying another one for like point one six pre reveal. Mm-hmm. And okay, both. what's that? Both of them pre-reveal. Yeah, I got both pre-reveal. Cool. Uh, and they revealed and I flipped the first one, the second one I bought because the floor got up to like 0.36 and I'd never sold any, any uh, NFTs before and I just wanted to do it. And 
It was a decently rare. Both of mine were kind of middle of the pack. And so I flipped it when the floor was 0.36. So I made, you know, 0.2 on, on it within literally 24 hours, um, less than 24 hours as it pumped. Yeah. And it's then there day. started to be this, the Discord. It's the only Discord that I ever really go into. Um, plus, I go into some of their spaces on Twitter, their AMAs and whatnot. And there started to be this talk about uh, scaries or, or their version of a mutant, if you will. Uh, this green gas that's going to turn your your weirdo into a scary. And, you know, they were kind of floating around different uh, different ways of doing it. And, and this this team behind it is is very well versed in the NFT community. Um, and they just came out on Sunday, I believe. No, Saturday. It might have been Saturday. Um, with how we're going to do this weirdos versus scaries. So bear with me here as I, I, I read through it in, in, from the Discord. So let's hope I don't get a DM anytime soon and click the link. Don't click it. Don't, don't click it. That's right. Uh, but what's going to happen is it's the next phase. So you're going to have the opportunity to burn your scare, your weirdo. And if you burn your weirdo, uh, it'll be turned into a scary. So right now it's a 10,000 piece project. Um, there's going to be 5,000 of them that are going to be allowed to be burned. Uh, so you'll be able to turn that into a scary. And, and that's the reason why I bought the second one. I had the first one for a while. And um, I wanted to get involved with the scaries. So I bought the second one a few, few months ago, I guess it was. And uh, it's a pretty rare one. So my original one that I bought is the one that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn. And that's going to happen on uh, August 15th. And, uh, and then on August 30th is when the reveal is going to be for the scary. So then there's going to be, a, you know, some cool games. You know, I'm not really a gamer by any stretch of the imagination, but um, there'll be some staking with both weirdos and, and scaries, uh, a game that'll tournaments with brackets and all this sort of stuff. So it'll be pretty cool. And I think the grand prize is either going to be a moon bird or a mutant uh, if you if you were to win. So once that stuff comes out, I'll, I'll get more involved in it um, and see. If, say you better play that game. I'm going to play it. Yeah, I, for sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's okay. a cool project. I like you. You're weird. Good, good team behind it. Um, I think they're pretty young. Uh, they're not, you know, as established in, in just business, I guess, as, as, uh, as the hundreds guys, but, uh, I really love the way that, you know, the project is, you know, they're continuing to build on it. And, uh, you know, for this, you know, I, I was scared. I thought the project might pump to 0.36 and then you know right now it's at 0.05 so it's a good buying opportunity especially if you can get two for for 0.1 and you can burn one so you'll have 5,000 you know there's only going to be 5,000 scares and 5,000 weirdos at the time so so rarity is going to go down a little bit uh so hopefully that'll that'll pump the floor up for some people that are trying to get in and get out but um you know not financial advice but it, it is a project that i you know i've been sending it over to you uh, for a yeah. while. Um, but for you me, if you're going to buy it. one, uh, I would, if I were to buy, get into the project now, it would definitely be, I would buy two and I would burn one. Um, that way you have so when you, one of one. When you burn it, 
are the attributes going to change? Like, can it get rarer? Or do you know? I don't know. That's that, that, that has not been said there, there is an AMA coming up. Uh, maybe Sunday could be happening. What if you just like, you know, if you, let's talk flipping here for a second. If you're, if you have a flipping mindset, you, what if you just bought the floor, you know, worst one out there, and mm-hmm. burn it. Could you end up with top 10 rare? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing that. I out. think you can. Um, I, I think that would be like, kind of like being the, the first team that didn't make the playoffs in, in the NBA, having the least odds to, to get the first pick in the lottery. Sure. Um, sure. but I think there is the opportunity for that, but you know, this will be my first go at it with this whole staking thing. And, you know, but there's, you know, even that there's some, there's some good rarities out there for under 0.08 right now. Yeah. But, uh, that's a project for me that, that I've, I've in, I've been in since the jump and I'm yeah. excited to see, to see, to see where it goes. I'm going to throw this disclaimer out there. Uh, we are just telling y'all what's in our wallet. This is by no means us trying to pump our bags or tell you to buy these. Uh, we believe in these projects. That's our own personal view, though. So definitely, again, do your own research. But we both believe, you know, Bomb Squad and, and Weirdos is a good pick. But we are not uh, trying to shill these to anybody by any means. Just throwing that out there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, please don't do everything that we're saying. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you can't blame us when it goes south. Right, Exactly. So, so let's get into the next, the newest, the other newest segment, the NFT it up. Yeah, NFT it up. This is something that I was thinking about this week, and we we discussed. It's going to be a new segment. Uh, it's kind of everybody knows our our show is about Web three and golf, and this segment is going to be kind of the merger or the converging of the two. Um, there is. There's a lot of companies, I don't, I'm not going to say a lot, but there's a few out there that have uh, taken golf and Web3 and, and made their own projects that, that kind of meet the middle of those two things. And so I figure that we feature, you know, a golf Web3 company every week on the show just to give people some uh, awareness about it. And this is one I'm actually pretty excited about uh, this week. Uh, it's called Beekeeper Society. Um, shout out to the outlaw. He actually put me on this, my buddy, Joel. Um, I am a big Betonardi fan already because I do have their putter. I put with it currently, um, and love it. So this is very intriguing to me, uh, but it's called the beekeeper society and Betonardi. I, I got to think they're probably one of the first, you know, actual golf companies that are doing this. I, I'm not aware of any other ones like you know, Tyler's Callaway, those type of guys. Um, as far as I'm, I'm aware, I think Bettinardi is probably the first to do this. Um, but it's called Beekeeper Society. Definitely in the golf and, world. In the golf world, yeah. And what it is, it's, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Bettinardi, but they already do a lot of drops with uh, putter covers, uh, driver covers, different things like that, where they have a lot of cool art that's already out there. Yep. But you can buy one of these NFTs. They have some different tiers, right? So depending on the price, but you know, entry level, mid level, high level kind of thing. Um, 
And if you minted it, originally you could claim it for a blade head cover or a, a mallet head cover. Um, you would then, if you're in that next tier, you could have a different uh, you know, icon or, or whatnot featured on there. And then they have one that's called the Tour Department NFT. And if you hold that NFT, you get special perks and access to events with, with their own tour staff, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but there's a bunch out there. They sold out. There's only 700. 777. 777. So there's only 777. Um, and they're going to have a lot of different utilities. Um, a lot of these like golf events you can go to. Um, they're having like Bettinardi socials. You got a welcome kit if you minted it. A ball marker, head cover, stuff like that. Um, and then they're thinking about doing merch that you get access to. They're going to have golf events that are exclusive to holders. Uh, I think like four different golf events. And then they're working on like a tour event maybe that you can go to. Um, I think they're going to have like a camp at Nardi where uh, you might be able to go to that camp if you have the NFT. And they're doing like waving your putting fitter if you were to go get fitted for a Bettinardi putter if you hold that NFT. So I think they're innovating. You know, they're going to have a lot more stuff come out. As, as this is a very new project as of this year. Um, These so are yeah, sick. That, uh, oh, yeah, they look really cool, too. Uh, I think they're around 0.5 right now, kind of the floor. Yeah, 4.5 right less. now. 4.5, so um, good entry. Um, and I think the more you have, the the more that you can, uh, let's see, I feel like if you hold one to four, then you get a certain tier and, and so on. But I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, so that'd be something cool to bring up. When are you buying? I don't know. I, I committed to Crypto Country Club earlier. Sure. Ben yeah. already didn't tweet us back. Yeah. They'll have to get on Maybe it. We, just, all those honeycombs are in the way. Maybe we'll get a. We'll get Sam Bettinardi to join us one day, and, and maybe he'll give us one. Sam, if you're listening, we love Bettinardi. I'm, a, I'm an avid putter of your putters. Hence why he's taking lessons. <laughs> I haven't taken any putting lessons. Oh, okay. So you mentioned, so speaking of lessons, um, Something that we put on our rundown today that I, I need to hear about. I know we had some other things ahead of it, but I got to hear about your lessons and, and something about your significant other getting upset. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I think we, sh- we got to let the, let the listeners hear about this firsthand. Yeah. If you're allowed to talk so, about it, I don't know. Sure, sure. No, we'll, we'll talk about it. She's not going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> so I've got a buddy of mine at the club at Oldfield that I play with a good bit. And uh, he's a pretty good golfer. I think he, right now he's like a four handicap. Um, but he's told me he's been taking lessons. And I had taken a few lessons last year, um, just kind of messing around, not not too serious. You know, every every now and then I took a few. Um, and I told you last time my game has gotten significantly worse. So I was talking to this guy and he's like, oh, man, you got to go see see my guy Bill over here in Hilton Head. I promise you he's one of the best, and he'll he'll tune you right up. I was like, huh? All right, so I looked into it. His name is Bill Smeeds third. He's uh, at Mastery Golf Performance. Uh, shout out, Bill. Come on, Bill, if you're listening. Um, so I went over there and did an assessment. 
So you can do an hour-long assessment, and if you decide it's a good fit, they end up waiving the assessment if you go with the lessons. So I told my wife, I was like, hey, I'm going to go do this assessment. Probably won't do anything today, you know, just be kind of state of the, state of the game of my uh, current, where you know, where I'm at currently with golf. So go over there, hit it off with Bill, you know, really cool dude. And uh, spent, spent about an hour and a half in there just ripping balls. And he put together, you know, he's got track man and all this stuff over there. So filmed me, was was giving me a few things to work on, et cetera, put together this plan. And at the end, I told him, oh, yeah, let, let's do this thing, right? You know, I'm, I'm at an eight handicap currently, so I'm trying to get down. I would like to be below five by the end of the year and then continue to decline by into next year. But that's kind of my goal currently. And um, so I ended up signing the, so I signed up for five lessons, five 30 minute lessons. And I get home and she was like, yeah, how'd it, how'd it go? And I was like, it was good. It was really good. I got, got a lesson every week for the next five weeks. And <laughs> she, uh, she's like, I thought you were just going to get an assessment. Blah, blah, blah. I started yelling, you know, I was like, oh, that, that's what I did, but it just was too good. To, you know, had to do it. I'm trying to get better at this game here. And, um, so she starts asking me where I forget we're on the, in the car somewhere. It's like, uh, how much was it? It's like, oh, you know, just a little bit. How much was it? Uh, just a little bit. And I changed the subject. How much was it? Uh, you know, just, just a little bit. And uh, I'm not going to say how it was on here because that's Bill's business. But uh, it, it, it's not, it's not, he's not the cheapest out there, but he's average, you know, going right for a good, a good coach teacher. And uh, she was shocked when I told her how much it was, it was costing me. You could have bought us couches. You could have. Bought us all the furniture, blah, 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 blah. We're trying to save money. I need a new car. <laughs> so she wasn't happy at all. Not happy at all. But um, as I told her many times, you can't win them all, and I need to be good at golf. So that, that's what it is. That's where we're at currently. I, I try to convince her that maybe she needed to go see Bill and get some lessons too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it hasn't worked yet, but I, I'm working her up to that. I actually took her yesterday. And this is part of my plan. Took her to, uh, we got a PGA Superstore here in town. I had bought her some clubs last year, and um, the grips on them are terrible. I said, oh, let's go get you some new grips so you can, you know, really get back into it. And uh, you'll hit the ball better when you can grip it better. So we got her set up. I'm picking them up tomorrow for her, but got her some new grips. And my lessons seem to just slowly fade away in the background. And this yeah, is the time when Cole sells his first NFT. <laughs> going to see bill tomorrow actually uh got a lesson at uh, five o'clock tomorrow well good luck good, i man. hope uh i hope you get better this time instead of worse uh well you know there's there's always that that gap right it's it's a, a roller coaster after you take a few lessons because you, you you decline first before you get to go back up um, I think you said that last time you wanted to play me because I'm taking lessons, and it, it's true. I uh, a quick story. I was out at Old Field this weekend. I played Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I had worked on a few things with Bill. Um, had been to two lessons. This week will be my third. But uh, we were changing my grip, and I haven't changed my grip in I don't know since high school. You know, 15 years. I've been gripping the club the same well he comes in there it's like oh you gotta you gotta grip this differently 
which is I'm fine with. I trust him, but I felt he's like, I'm sorry, it's gonna feel terrible. You better trust him. You lying. just bought a couch. <laughs> he wasn't lying. It felt awful, and uh, just I don't know. But I'm I'm hitting my iron so good when I made this change and a couple other things that we're working on. So hadn't hit any drivers with him yet. Go out there Saturday, and I, when I tell you I snap hooked slash duck hooked every driver off the tee box, I, I think I played from the woods. Uh, maybe hit it 200 yards, just the worst drive you've ever seen in your life, and I couldn't fix it. I was in a mental head case trying to figure it out. Couldn't do it Saturday. Uh, so Sunday, I some idiotic reason, decided to play again. Go out there thinking I can fix it. Same exact thing. Mm. I think I hit one fairway on the front nine, maybe like three total, that 18. And I'm playing with a buddy of mine, the guy that actually told me to go see Bill. He ended up taking my money, lost the Nassau, and I somehow decided it was a good idea to press, not once, but twice, and play an E9 with him. And uh, shame on him. I'm not going to mention his name. Steve, if you're listening, shame on you, taking my money when I'm in the middle of a a big change like that, but he, he felt good about it. I did not, but I will be back to take his money. So yeah, terrible weekend of golf. Terrible. It's hard to play golf when you can't play from the short grass, much <laughs> less the, the, the freaking woods. Yeah. I mean, it's, it takes time, right? It's 10,000 balls for every change. So you better get on that range before the wife. i uh, been twice this week. Yeah, you need to go. You can hit a forearm punch from around a tree like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, at least you go over to Scotland and you'll be able to hit all the shots you need. That's right. As long as I don't have to pull the driver right now, I'm perfect. How's your handicap? What are you looking at? You played any lately? No, I played last week, like I mentioned. Um, Haven't touched clubs since then, since last Tuesday. Mm. So... You know, I don't. I don't really do the that the weekend golf with yeah. all the kids and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> kids will do that. Yeah, right. So it's you know when I do play, it's a weekday weekday deal right now. But um, you know, I'm gonna go take my middle middle child to the driving range tomorrow. Uh, let him hit some balls. I'll probably take a few swings, but. I don't have any, any plans right now to play. I'm sure next week I'll I'll get out there once or twice. But this weekend, you know, aside from being at the beach, I spent the weekend you know, refreshing PGA Tour, uh, the app, FanDuel, Live Golf, and and just seeing and you know having having Finau win back to back tournaments after being so close, uh, you know, throughout his career. Yeah. I mean, the dude should have like 15 wins by now. Um, but, you know, he's getting it done. Granted, the fields aren't great, uh, especially 3M. But uh, they have good charities, so that's good. You know, Rocket Mortgage was a better better tournament, uh, better, much better golf course, much better field. Uh, yeah. And he took it deep. And, you know, he did what he had to do, got the W. Henrik Sensen on the live up at Trump Bedminster. Um, you know, getting the win, throwing a little bit of salt in the wounds to the to the Ryder Cup, to the European Ryder Cup after after winning, saying that he, you know, he played like a captain this week, and um, uh-huh. and then you know, live 
filing that lawsuit today, I believe, out in California uh, yeah. against the PGA Tour. So, you know, always something with with golf right now. It's in a you know this week we've got the Wyndham last tournament before the FedEx Cup. So you're you've got a lot of guys that are on the bubble, um, either already in or already or are out currently of the top 125. And, um, you know, so it's always a good week. Wyndham's good. You know, Tiger played there a few years ago when he was trying to get into the the FedEx after having all the injuries. Uh, Kisner won last year on. uh, They love him over there. They love him, right? I mean, Greensboro loves him. And, you know, last year he won in a six-man playoff to win. Yeah. Um, You know, good golf course. Donald Ross Greens. Uh, Greensboro is a decent city. Greensboro is a great city uh, for golf. And uh, you know this is a this is a big tournament for these these guys trying to keep their card for next year. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think uh, like you said, there's a lot of chaos going on in golf. I think Phil and with Phil and DeChambeau kind of leading the the lawsuit there with with Liv, and then um, yeah, big week here at Wyndham. I, I love this golf course. Um, I haven't played it, but would love to. It looks really, really nice. And like you said, the Donald Ross greens, I'm a big fan of Donald Ross and his, his work on the greens. I love, uh, love a good Donald Ross green. So looking forward to watching a little bit of that. I, I still haven't watched any live golf. Not, not because I hate it or anything. I just, uh, I just haven't, I saw they had a big decline in viewers on YouTube though. Uh, something. No, they had like a hundred, they had a huge growth. Really? They had like 150,000 streaming on Sunday. Hmm. Which was their, which yeah, is large for a, a startup. Um, the yeah, golf course was great. Of, I mean, uh, that yeah. course is sick. It's top one hundred in the country for the or the world for for a reason. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even play it all the way back. Hmm. Uh, that's where there's they, you know they were going to play it back for the the PGA that was supposed to be there before they took it away. Um, but a lot of guys were saying if they played the PGA there and they played it all the way back. Like one, two over possibly could have won even. Like yeah. it would have been U.S. Open type. Wow. Yeah, I watched. I mean, I saw some clips right with uh, like Tucker Carlson and Trump up there, and yeah, Nelly, Nelly uh, performed Nelly. on the the night before. Yeah, the Let's Go Brandon chance. Uh, so I saw saw a lot of that. But you know, we're we're live free in terms of golf for the month of August. They they didn't put. You know, with the FedEx Cup happening, you know, their stance is they want their guys, their their players to be able to play wherever they want. Uh, obviously, the PGA Tour doesn't want them to play. Uh, or isn't going to let them play in the FedEx Cup, but there's no live for the next month. And uh, so we'll be heavy on the PGA, on the FedEx. Um, I've got a new segment here that – little little segment, just a quick one. Um, every week I'll put together a FanDuel team or a DFS team. Uh, I do it weekly. Uh, I've had some success the last few weeks. And uh, put together a team this week. I'll run through it real quick. Uh, give you know my opinion. This is not advice again, but I have some reasons why why I did it. So my FanDuel squad this week is Will Zalatoris, $11,900. Uh, he's a Wake Forest grad. He's played here one other time, or re- most recently, T29 last, last year. Uh, he's a 14th ranked player in the world. Everybody knows what he does in majors. Um, yeah, he's another guy that should have a lot of wins. He should. And, uh, you know, and, and right now he's not an automatic pick for the President's Cup. Now, with all these guys not being in the 
Um, not being there, you know, the Americans, the Brysons, the Kepkas, whatnot, that aren't going to be allowed to play. He's he's a lock for the team, but he's not an automatic pick. So that might be, a, be you know, something that lights a little fire for him to, to get a win. You know, Greensboro is not far from um, Winston-Salem. So very familiar with it. And, and with this week in Wyndham, I like to pick – I pick a lot of Southern guys here. Um, yeah. because the Bermuda, the Bermuda greens, Bermuda fairways, rough, uh, the golf course is, is just a ch- classic Southern golf course. Um, so, you know, you'll see that you'll see that, that pop up here in four out of the six picks. Okay. Uh, next I had Webb Simpson, another Wake Forest grad. Uh, he may be coming off of a, a bump after being announced as the assistant captain for the president's cup today. Um, He's eleven thousand six hundred dollars. Since two thousand seventeen, his finishes are third, tied for second, second, tied for third, tied for seventh. Um, okay. So he's kind of—I don't want to say he's a lock, but he's a lock. He's—he's he's close as you can to a lock to a top ten, top five uh, on yeah. this golf course, which is what you're trying to get in DFS. He hasn't played great this year, um, but you know, get back to a comfortable place. Gets to be the assistant captain at his home course, Quail Hollow in Charlotte. Uh, you know, I, I expect him to play well. Uh, next, I have Russell Henley, another Southern guy, or, you know, another guy from the South. You went to UGA, $10,900. Um, T7, T9, last two starts at the Wyndham. Uh, last year, we know Kevin Kisner won. He's a UGA grad, maybe back to back UGA deal. Um, you know, very familiar with the golf course, kind of proofs in the pudding. Uh, now we get into the guys that are the lower price ones that you kind of take flyers on. Took Patton Kazire, $8,400 Auburn grad. Uh, this course, from what I've seen of it, reminds me of a course that Auburn plays at the university club, I believe it is, down there in Auburn, Alabama. I have played that. Uh, very similar look to it. Uh, 124th on the FedEx Cup, so he's got to play well to get to play next week uh, or in the first playoff event. Now, granted, he's played absolutely terrible um, (laughs) the last three months. I think his top finish was tied 16th at the John Deere Classic where nobody played. Um, He's missed like a 1,000 cuts in three months and just not playing great, but – you know, hopefully, hopefully he can put together something and finish in the top, you know, high enough where he can keep his uh, get into the playoff. But you know, that was kind of a flyer. I took Charlie Hoffman as well as a flyer. He's outside of the top 125 in the FedEx Cup for the first time in many years. Um, I've heard his name at all recently. No, he hasn't. Now, the other thing I reason I took him is because. These three names I'm going to read to you, Max Homa, Trey Mullinax, Shez Reeve, have all won this season. Um, they are all taught by a guy out of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Mark Blackburn. Okay. Uh, Charlie Hoffman is also one of the players. So is Adam Hadwin, but that doesn't fit my narrative right now. So um, maybe Charlie you know, wants to have a good showing, maybe get a W so that Blackburn can get you know four wins this year or four different players winning. And then uh, last but not least, he's 7900 by the way. And then Mark Hubbard, $9,200. Uh, if you watched any of the Rocket Mortgage last week, he's the one that hit a ter- what he thought was a terrible shot. 
turned into a hole in I one. Dropped the club. Yeah, yeah. turned into a hole in one. Now, he ended up missing the cut. Uh, but recently, I listened to a podcast with him on it, and he basically said that when he plays four in a row, uh, which he plans to do with the playoff, uh, he is going to – or yeah, because I think he's already into the second playoff event, if I'm not mistaken, um, pretty much guaranteed. But he he says the first week is just usually a throwaway. You know, it's just to kind of get his bearings together, and then he picks it up after that. Um, so Rocket Mortgage last week missed a cut. That's a throwaway. Week two, going to play better. Um, he is playing – you know, kind of free. He's got his card locked up for 22, 23. Uh, so he can go out there and just try to win. And, uh, you know, he's he's had some good showings lately, and, and I expect that. So this week, you know, I think it was hard with the – it was pretty top-heavy top with the same guys. So um, I'm hoping these, these guys at the bottom can can catapult me up the leaderboard and, and have a good week. What – um. What's your best finish so far this year in FanDuel? So right now what I do is I got a group of guys that we all just do a weekly deal. Okay, you're not playing in the big I'm not playing the big ones. Um, they're just – there's so much, you know, it, it it's frustrating. So I play with a group of guys, and, and we play weekly. And I think I've won like the last three weeks. And since the, oh, wow, since the British, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've won every week since then, so I'm riding a high. So hopefully we don't come back down to earth this week. But uh, this is a little segment we'll do weekly, just as you know, something fun, something to to talk more about the PGA Tour. I like it. I need you to add me in there so I can at least compete. Well, you do DraftKings, not Fanduel. I, I, yeah, I have DraftKings. I'll have to download Fanduel, I guess. Yeah, I guess you will. Same thing. We can do that absolutely. The more, the merrier. Yeah. I mean, it also makes some of these events that may not have your big names, but you still can bet on it. It makes it more interesting to watch. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't have cared about the 3M, you know, at all if it weren't for FanDuel. I mean, I wouldn't have even checked anything. I just checked FanDuel the whole time to to make sure I was, you know, doing well. Even last week, Rocket Mortgage. Like, I didn't watch a second of the Rocket Mortgage. Don't get, like, not one. But uh, I did – Check FanDuel and that sort of deal. So, Cool. More to come then. I'll hop in the league. Let's do it. Had to bur- burst your three-win streak, but, yeah, put me in there. You got it, man. Sweet. Sweet. We got anything else? We're at an we hour. One more thing so on here. What's that? We are in an hour. I do have one more, uh, one more piece for our listeners. I- I'm – going to be out of town next week so i don't know if we'll be releasing an episode next week uh, so i might have to, to uh, bear with us until the following just a little heads up there um, oh rusty solo pod rusty solo pod do it man live golf Beautiful, that's man. all we're going to talk about for an hour <laughs> an hour of live we'll have no listeners left <laughs> or um, we'll have all the listeners you never know you never know. Yeah, I, I got to go to Orlando all week for work, so not looking forward to that, but uh, it's what it is. And I don't have a mobile setup to take with me. Otherwise, I would, and we could record, but my uh, my setup is somewhat stationary here. Maybe soon, if we can get, get some good sponsors, then we can get us some mobile setups and 
travel the country to uh, the live and the PGA tournaments, and we'll we'll really get wet three putts. Maybe sponsor a hole. Absolutely, and that'll give us time to uh, continue our journey to finding Anthony Kim. Oh yeah, I went on. Hey, a, where are we at? I went on a very deep dive today for about okay. an hour. Um, yeah. just watching videos of Anthony Kim and uh, the last known sighting that's been documented of Anthony Kim was I believe New Year's of 2021 with his okay. with his coach so I remember when that that uh, that Instagram post came out and people were like oh no is he coming back coming back coming back I haven't seen him since um, grinding on New Year's. Well, no, he was at a bar with his coach, I believe. Oh. It was a picture, so it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't like, he's uh, like a range out there. No, no, no. And uh, so I'm, you know, I was trying to see if I could get some clues, maybe, maybe some background photos, seeing where AK was. But uh, I'm still on. I'm still on the prowl. You know, he he okay. shows up in Vegas a lot. I think he lives in LA, Dallas. Norman, Oklahoma at times. Um, my brother works in Vegas, so I'm going to have him. That's right. I'm going to have him uh, on the lookout for AK when he sees him. Yep. But uh, like we're going to find him. And, and there's not, you know, that's the one thing that I don't understand. And maybe they did. I don't know. But he's not playing because of an insurance policy, that if he plays another – I guess round, I don't know all the details, but if he plays another round on the PGA Tour, that insurance policy goes away because of his injuries. And I think it's like $40, 50000000 million. Jeez. But, but if it doesn't say, even if it is professional golf, Liv will give him $100 million. I mean, it's Anthony Kim. You get Anthony yeah. Kim, I mean, you're gonna, everybody's going to watch. Um, maybe they did offer. Maybe he just doesn't want to play. But but my goal is to find him, and when we find him, we will ask him, and he will be on this podcast. He will. We're gonna play around with him, and we're gonna play golf. Yep. So if anybody out there, there listening, listening, you know, we had forty three downloads last week. Forty three. Granted, most of, we're here in the southeast in the Carolinas, um, but once we get the L.A., the Vegas, those people, you know, you're yeah. on the lookout too, and we need Maybe the sightings. Even Japan. Um, China, Korea, everybody that's in the golf world, keep your eyes peeled. Absolutely. We need to know. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, uh, good show. Good show tonight. Thanks for joining. Uh, Everybody, if you liked our show, or even if you didn't, please uh, give us a review, subscribe. That'd really help us out. And if you're not following us already, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Web3Putts. Um, interact with us there. We will respond. Um, we will put out the Crypto Country Club NFT here in a little bit. And stay tuned for this episode dropping this week. Rusty, I appreciate you joining. Uh, have a good rest of the week. Hit some good balls tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, man. Thanks, Cole. All right, buddy. <laughs>